Respect. Sevome. Respeto. Spoštujmo. Respect words. Ithiki dimosiografia ja tina dimetopisi tis retorikis tumisus. Etično novinarstvo proti sovražnemu govoru. Il potere delle parole. Respect for Worten, Respect for Menschen gegen Hassreden. A tiszteletvangyán szólunk. Riportok, interjúk, tudósítások a gyűlöletbeszéd ellen. Mi becsüljük a másikat. Respect. La onda local de Andalucía contra los discursos de odio. Más or oco? Erich sorok de etikul, ikwene kainte fuha. Ethical journalism against hate speech. Respect words. Respect words. Respect words. Respect words. And welcome to this week's Respect Words. And I love the words of the song by Mandisa called Bleed the Same. It's, are you black? Are you white? Aren't we all the same inside? We all bleed the same, so tell me why we're divided. If we're going to fight, let's fight for each other and let's stand united. It would be lovely if we all thought this way. Uh, It would definitely make for a better world. I suppose it's a bit of a utopian view, but one that myself and my guest Shane O'Curry would share. He is the director of ENAR Ireland, the European Network Against Racism Ireland. Hi Shane, and thanks for taking the call today. Hi Adrian, thanks for having me on. Not at all. It's great to have you on. Every year March is a very important month for Irish and global anti-racism movements and of course March the 21st being International Day Against Racism and then of course there's a week and month of activities. Do you want to tell us all about that and what you get up to? Yes, certainly. So the International Day Against All Forms of Racial Discrimination was decided upon uh, as a way to commemorate the signing of the UN Declaration for the Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination, which was uh, signed in in 1967. So we're just after celebrating the 50th anniversary of of the UN Declaration. And the UN Declaration came about in the aftermath of the Holocaust. So it was already being formulated in the early 1960s, which, you know, if you think about it, it was only 15 years after the Second World War mm-hmm. and the Holocaust specifically. And, and more generally, the, the Second World War was characterized by extreme nationalism and by, uh, you know, the, the discrimination against people in the movement uh, and, you know, the population displacements of people based on ethnicity or national background. Mm. Um, so, so racism and racial discrimination feature very strongly at an international level and at an international uh, human rights level uh, as a concern and remain so today. We live in a world where, unfortunately, forms of nationalisms and, and ideas about belonging and don't belonging have a lot of currency 
Mm. And in many parts of the world, they are um, implicitly and even in some cases explicitly codified in law. Um, but uh, but also in, in in most places in the world, the set of arrangements w- which exist are such that people from different backgrounds enjoy different levels of access to human rights, to services, to housing, to jobs, etc., than other people. Um, and that's racial discrimination. You know, whatever the intentions about the people who set up the arrangements, the fact of the matter is, is that we live in a world that is grossly unequal. Um, of course, in terms of gender and in terms of class and in terms of poverty, etc. But w- one of the features of that inequality is is discrimination and unequal access to everything about everyday life to two different people based on their background. So that's mm-hmm. racism and racial discrimination. And the the United Nations Declaration, which is which is part of what's called the International Bill of Rights, it's, it's, uh, it, it falls under the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, is an attempt to address that very serious problem. Um, and at the European level, we have had various initiatives down the years. And uh, we have this celebration of the International Day Against Racism, which falls on March 21st. And it's a, it's a, it's a date that we set to remind ourselves of all of our of our obligations and of the journey we have yet to go to achieve full equality and harmony among among people from different backgrounds. Yeah. And we have had a number of initiatives. And in fact, ENAR Ireland, the European Network Against Racism Ireland, and ENAR, the European Network Against Racism itself, uh, both have their origins in the 1997 European Year Against Racism, during which a number of initiatives were set out to combat racism. And the uh, Irish Platform Against Racism, as it then was, and the European Network Against Racism were founded the following year after after a number of conferences. And so every year in March now, uh, centred on March 21st, and, uh, but generally, at the very least, in the week around it, but increasingly in the week before and the week after as well. So we have two or three weeks of activities around racism. What would those activities be? So, so, so there are various things. So, you know, in Ireland itself, we are launching our strategic plan, which sets out what we plan to do for the next three years with our network members. So it's a celebration. It's, a, it's, a, it's an opportunity to recap on the work that we've done and to highlight and build the solidarity among the different groups who are our network members. So we have... And, you know, the traveler organizations and uh, Muslim organizations, uh, organizations for people of African descent. We also have trade unions and, uh, you know, Polish organizations and so on and so forth. And, and so it's an opportunity to highlight the solidarity and to talk about the work that we'll be concentrating on. So we'll be focusing on, uh, you know, calling for hate crime legislation. Uh, we'll be focusing on... Uh, calling for um, a national action plan against racism, which is a, uh, which is the best practice which the United Nations Declaration at the Durban Conference Against Racism in 2001 came out with and said, in every country we need to have national action plans against racism. Such is the depth of the problem. So those are two examples of what we will be 
highlighting in the launch of our strategic plan. Just coming back to the proposal for legislation, I believe you put in a proposal for anti-racism legislation back in 2015. Has anything happened with that? Where are the government with that? Yeah, so in 2015, um, there was a private member's bill on hate crime. And in Ireland has been calling for hate crime legislation for a number of years now. So there was a private member's bill put in by some Fianna Fáil backbenchers and we very quickly rushed to meet them and to urge them to make some changes to the legislation so that it could be a robust piece of legislation that conforms to the latest thinking and the best evidence-based research on what hate crime legislation should be like and what is the most effective. And we're now in a situation where the people who have proposed that piece of legislation have agreed uh, with us to let us do that. And we also have cross-party agreements that they will allow those changes to be made when it gets to committee stage, the Justice Committee. Um, and so and, and, and all political parties are on board. The only thing that we're waiting for is for it to come up the chain of legislation. Um, and as you know, it's, a, it's an extremely slow process getting legislation through Parliament. Mm. Um, and so we were going to take all the political parties at their word and the government that uh, they're going to support this legislation when it eventually does appear. Um, and uh, so that, that's, that's where we're at at the moment. Uh, but we're hopeful that, that we, can, we can bring this in. Well, hopefully, yes, they, they work yeah. on it. Do you expect to have anyone from Department of Justice or Equality at any of your events? Um, I know that the Junior Minister for Equality will be at the uh, Wasatia launch on a discussion around the situation for people of African descent. Um, So that that would be one of the events in the 10-year calendar of the decade for people of African descent. So there there are particular concerns around the situation for people of African descent. We know that if you are from a black African background, you are more likely than other people to experience Uh, discrimination in entering employment, Mm. you're less likely than other people to have your educational and professional qualifications recognized and valued, Mm. and you're more susceptible to other forms of discrimination, including racial hatred and hate crime on the street. So there's a particular focus um, and a particular need to focus on people of African descent uh, and to find measures for redressing that. Right. Um, and then you've also got um, a launch of Enar Ireland strategic plan. You're going to have yeah. a panel discussion or something. So what is the basis of your strategic plan going forward? So the basis of our strategic plan will be, as I said, so we will be looking at, uh, we'll be ca- calling for a national action plan against racism. We'll be calling for uh, hate crime legislation. Um, But we'll also be focusing on doing what we do already and what we do well, which is building our network. So since uh, and uh, developing the tools which arise out of the iReport, i.e. racist incident reporting system. So when I say building our network, um, you know, five years ago, we had 20 organizations who were were members of our network. And today we have 81 organizations in our network. So... We, every year we build with new um, new organizations representing minority ethnic groups, new anti-racist initiatives, 
new community organisations uh, and new um, and any other organisation whose membership is uh, either from a minority background or diverse hmm. and therefore in, in either case concerned about racism uh, and as long as that organisation shares our values which are you know human rights uh, human rights equality uh, and solidarity with all among all groups who, mm. who suffer discrimination uh, then they are welcome to join um, and so we have been uh, so we have grown our membership and we have regular network meetings every every six weeks during which the different groups um, exchange information they keep each other updated on what they're doing they exchange um, they exchange resources and ideas and we offer solidarity to each other um, and you know our meetings you know, tend to be jam-packed and overflowing with people keen to exchange with each other so it's a, it's a very vibrant place Hmm. Um, and so we're very we're very proud to be the hosts of that hmm. network, and we definitely plan on building on that success and, and taking it further. And, and one of the one of the things that the network um, that holds the network together is our flagship project, which is the iReport.ie Racist Incident Reporting System, hmm. which all of our network members have ownership of. And the iReport.ie system is a racist incident reporting system which has enjoyed enormous success both in Ireland and abroad, uh, in terms of the, the quality of the data that we produce from it and our ability to um, uh, produce reliable uh, uh, data and, and informed analysis of the situation regarding racism and racist incidents in Ireland. Mm. Um, and that has allowed us to be a, an authority on hate crime and an authority on hate crime training, uh, which has engaged us in, in multiple partnerships where we are invited to showcase the project as an example of best practice across Europe. Um, and, and of course, the project in and of itself is, is very good. It's, it's innovative, it's modern, it's online, it uses technology very well. Um, and we make good use of our partnership with, with Ulster University and Dr. Lucy Michael in the analysis. But the key thing about the about the, the the project of why it works so well is because it's embedded in a network of people who are committed to it and who are committed to promoting it, um, and then who take ownership of it. And that's the that's the key thing, and that that is the um, that's one of the keys to our success. So in in that way, that is part of our strategic plan. So we will continue to. Do we will continue to grow our network and to develop our innovative tools, which will allow people from minority backgrounds to have their voices heard and to advocate for themselves against racism. Um, we will also continue to build strategic relationships with universities, but also with trade unions, with uh, other think tanks, with other non-governmental organizations, and also with local authorities, and any any state organisation that wants to work with us to find effective ways of addressing racism and discrimination and promoting best practice, which usually means uh, opening doors and holding them open um, so that people from minority backgrounds can step into the space and have their voices heard. Um, there's one thing about having their voices heard and there's another about having something 
done about it. Um, I mean, we go back then to, you mentioned their education, like even bringing in plans or campaigns within schools. There has been the belong to um, for the LGBT community there recently um, in in schools uh, nationally around the country. Um, But there's, I think we need to go back to taking even where the guards take um, note of these crimes, how they uh, how they treat uh, someone coming in reporting um, a, a hate crime. I think that in the past people haven't gone forward to, to report them because of maybe the way they've been treated. So it really goes back to education uh, and training. Yes, one of the findings that we've been able to find thanks to the iReport.ie system um, is one that has we have been able to dispel a myth. There's the myth among police forces. In fact, it's a, it's a myth that exists among police forces Europe-wide that people from minority backgrounds don't like reporting hate crimes to the police locally because they're afraid of the police because in their home country uh, they have a negative experience of the police. Nice. And that's something that we found that, that was often said to us by the guards. And we wondered, uh, because it didn't seem to ring with, with what people from minority backgrounds are telling us here. Hmm. So we asked the question in the iReport system, if you didn't go to the guards, why didn't you? Was it because of experience of police forces elsewhere in the world? Or is it because of the experience of Vanguard Khan? And 70% of those who, who, who had said that they wouldn't go to the guards said that it was, that it was because of their experiences of Vanguard Khan here. So we know for a fact that people have uh, disappointing, frustrating, uh, and in some cases, negative experiences Hmm. Uh, when reporting a hate crime or uh, a racist incident to Angarda Shere Khan. And uh, as you say, what we're calling for, uh, so in calling for hate crime legislation, we are calling for um, everything that flows from that, which is really um, a a reconfiguring of our policing function uh, to be more compatible with the multi-ethnic reality that we have. You know, we live in a multi-ethnic society in Ireland. We always have done, um, but it's even more so now. And we need a police force and a criminal justice system that's uh, able to, that, you know, that reflects that and is able to accommodate that. Mm. Um, And so in, in February of this year, we made our submission to the Commission on the Future of Policing in Ireland wherein we set out our plan for full reform of Angardashir Khanna with regard to its human rights obligations and with regard to its European obligations to protect minorities. And referencing the Good Friday Agreement and the uh, enormous positive and very beneficial changes that uh, police reform has brought about in Northern Ireland in terms of um, gaining legitimacy and acceptance among all communities. Mm. Um, and what we would like is to see the same thing here. Um, so we know Angarda Shikana is going through a number of crises at the moment in terms of the number of uh, reports and tribunals of inquiry and uh, various investigations that are going on into different, ac- different aspects of, of Garda practice. And we think that this is an opportunity to say listen, while you're fixing all of that, (laughs) we're advocating a human rights-based approach um, that 
would would make the police into a a a, a service that is capable of accommodating the multi-ethnic reality that we live in in Ireland today, mm. um, so that we can have, um, you know, a, a republic in, in the true meaning of the word, one where people are treated equally and, and, and cherished equally, um, uh, without discrimination, without fear of violence and without fear of unequal treatment. Yeah. That's fantastic. I could talk to you all day on this now. Yeah. You do so so much good work and I just want to say um, thank you again for coming on but unfortunately we're running out of time. I just want to briefly say as well about your Love Not Hate campaign which is an ongoing campaign um, that, that, that you have throughout the year, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So we have the, the Love Not Hate campaign is a campaign where we're asking people to sign a petition mm. to keep the pressure up and to get the to get the hate crime legislation that we want through the houses of Oireachtas and onto the statute books, um, so that our criminal justice system recognises racism um, and or, or racially motivated crimes uh, for the seriousness um, that they are that they deserve exactly yes. what they are. Um, and you can find out more about. So can I just briefly say that you know that we have. That there are a whole, that there is a rich calendar of uh, events mm-hmm. for the anti-racism month in, in March, which you can find on our website enarireland.org. That's enarireland.org, mm. um, and the calendar is being updated all the time. Yes, I mean, there's even a shindig that they can go to. Um, right, exactly. Yes. So there'll be there'll music be ta- and sound. Daily music. There'll be. <laughs> For it, it'll be accommodating people from every background and uh, and from every culture. Yes, that's fantastic. Now, just one little thing before you go, um, just in a sentence, in one sentence, tell people the message of no to hate speech, if you can. Well, I suppose yes. Yeah, so the the main thing about hate speech is that hate speech dehumanizes people. It creates the conditions in which it's okay for other forms of of hatred, including discrimination and violence, to happen to people. Mm -hmm. And so when we engage in hate speech, we are devaluing the humanity of someone else and leaving them susceptible to be discriminated against Mm -hmm. or assaulted or worse. And hate speech is at one end of a spectrum of hatred, which Mm -hmm. leads all the way to genocide. Mm -hmm. And there's no place for it in our society. Definitely. Okay, so watch your words and uh, think before you you speak and treat everyone with a bit of kindness. And thanks so much, Shane, for for being my guest today. And Thank um, you very much for having me on. Not at all. I'm sure uh, we'll speak to you again in the future. So take care, Shane, and uh, bye for now. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you. Thank you. Shane O'Curry there on the line the director of Enar Ireland and my thanks again to him for speaking to us today. Apologies for the line there. It was a pretty bad line, but I hope you got what he was talking about there. Very interesting conversation. And that's it for this week, folks. So take care. Bye for now and join us again for more from Respect Words. Respect. Sevome. Respeto. Spostuimo. Respect words.
ηθική δημοσιογραφία για την αντιμετώπιση της ρητορικής του μίσους. Ετικό νοβινάρστο προτισοβράζνεμου γόβορου. Ελποτέρε δελε παρόρε. Respect for Worten, Respect for Menschen gegen Hassreden. Atisztelet hangján szólunk. Riportok, interjúk, tudósítások a gyűlöletbeszéd ellen. Mi becsüljük a másikat. Respect. La onda local de Andalucía contra los discursos de odio. Más or oco? Erisorg de etikó, egyen a kainte fóha. Ethical journalism against hate speech. Respect words. Respect words. Respect words. Respect words. Supported by the Rights, Equality and Citizenship Programme of the European Union.